And now, on Prophetic Faith. Thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, Pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. And tonight we're going into part two of our soul winning harvest. Many people want to know, how can I win souls? Because I know that it's a mandate of God that we be soul winners, but I just don't know exactly how to go about that. Well. Congratulations, you tuned into the right program because we're going to teach you, we're giving you keys on how to become soul winners. And one of the greatest keys that you can learn is that you be a light, meaning you demonstrate what God has done into your life, that they can see a difference. Notice what I said, they can see a difference. Let's go into this message right now and you're going to find out exactly what I'm talking about. And I'll see you in just a moment. With me, faithfulness. Come on, say it with me. Faithfulness. What is God's way of increase? Faithfulness. Without it, you don't increase. I don't care what somebody says, what they teach, whatever. God's way of promoting people and increasing them has always been and it will always be faithfulness. Let me let you in here. So, If those of you that's been faithful and it looks like things aren't coming forth, let me encourage you this morning. God always rewards faithfulness. Are you hearing me? He always does. Why? Because He Himself is faithful. And He said, nothing you do for me is in vain. Nothing. So let that be encouragement in here this morning. So watch. We've got to show them what it means to be faithful. Do you know what increases the church? Do you know what increases the numbers in the church? It's the pastor. No. See, for years we've taught it's the pastor's job to go out and get people. It's the pastor's job. Do you know it's not the pastor's job to go get people? How many know sheep beget sheep? If you start raising sheep, and I think, Vernon, you've got sheep, don't you? What do you do? It's your objective for those sheep to multiply and increase themselves, is it not? Do you, after he cares for them and makes sure they have food and water, whatever they need and shelter, it is his desire that they increase and multiply. Can I tell you, that's how the church, the body of Christ, is supposed to work. You are the ones that's supposed to bring people in here, compel them in here. And then once they're in here, it's my job to feed them, care for them, protect them, watch over them, pray over them, and see the body of Christ grow. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So watch. So this is, my, uh, this is my charge to you. Let's grow. Let's increase. And let's reap souls for the name of Jesus. Amen. 1 Peter 4, 8. 1 Peter 4, 8. It says, Above all things, have fervent love amongst yourselves. For love or charity covers the multitude. 
of sins. Oh, I love that. James 5.20, listen to this right here. It says, let him know that he which uh, converteth the sinner from his heirs of his ways shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. We live in a day and time where people will drop you off one thing you say. Somebody say amen. They'll drop you in a heartbeat. They say, I love you, I believe in you, I do this, blah, 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 blah. And you say one thing they don't like or this or that, and they'll drop you. We're, looking, we're living in a day and time where the, the world will love you one second, and they will cut you out and destroy you the next. My challenge to you, why am I saying this? My challenge to you this morning, church, is be different. Don't be like that. Because let me tell you something. The church is the world's worst for killing its own, and it's got to stop now. Amen? It's got to stop. We look around at people that struggle or doing this and doing that, and when they fall, this is the, stuff, this is the kind of stuff we say, well, I knew they wasn't going to last. Come on now. We ought to be right there and say, hey, get back up, dust yourself off and go again. Yeah, you messed up, you made a mistake, now correct it, and I'm going to be here to help you get back on the path. Amen? This is what the church is supposed to be. So in a world that wants to cut you off and just be cruel and have no affection whatsoever, I challenge you this morning to be different. Why? This is why. Watch this. If you don't have a heart for the broken, you don't have a heart for God. Woo! Let me say it one more time. If you don't have a heart for the broken, then you don't have a heart of God. This church right here, God has already prophesied over this church, and I'll say it again. He said, this house is a house for the broken. This place is a place for the broken. And I know a lot of times, and, and I'm not saying it in this church, but you know a lot of churches, that when people broken people come in, they want to look at them as if they're diseased or this and that, and they don't want nothing to do with them. You don't have the heart of God in you. Because it's our job to reach the broken. It's our job to reach the lost. Amen? Why? why? Because God is looking for broken people. Why? Because He's a carpenter. Are you listening to me? Carpenters do what? They fix things. They build things. If there's nothing to build, if there's nothing to fix, then there's no need for a carpenter. Amen? So I thank God this morning that He's for the broken. Because let me tell you something in here. We were once broken. Amen? I don't care how good you look this Sunday. There was a time in your life where you were a mess, you were shattered, you were broken, and God says, I choose you. You may not have understood what God, why in the world would you, why would you choose me after all the stuff that I did, after all the mistakes I made, and God showed His amazing grace upon you. So what is our job now? It's your job to pass it on. Somebody give the Lord some praise this morning. It's our job to pass on that grace. Broken people are exactly what it sounds like. Broken. So we got to treat them as such. Amen? Oh, I just wish so-and-so would get it. They'll get it. Just keep showing them love. Amen? We've got to treat people like that. Let me, let me write this down if you're taking notes. Never forget where you came from. Never forget. 
There's so many people in the body of Christ today that has forgotten where they came from. That's why they've got a nasty attitude when it comes to the lost and to the broken. Come on, somebody. That's why when, when a brother and sister falls down or makes a mistake, they're ready just to cut them off. Why? Because they forgot where they came from. But let me tell you something in here this morning. We serve a God, let me tell you something, we serve a God that is merciful, we serve a God that is gracious, and we serve a God that as long as you keep fighting, He will never give up on you, and He will never call quits on you. And we ought to be the same way with His people, with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We ought to be there saying, I'm not going to give up on you as long as you keep fighting, as long as you keep trying to take a stand, I'm going to be there to love on you and support you in Jesus' name. My God, let's give God some praise in here today hallelujah because James says this he says when you win people back to Christ he said you cover a multitude of your own faults Mm. that ought to interest every one of you because every one of us in here today have faults every one of us in here today have things that we lack and we fall short of And God says, when you are a soul winner, when you are reaping a harvest of souls from my kingdom, from my namesake, he said, you're covering a multitude of your own mistakes. Amen? And that's what you and I want. Psalms 18.25, it says, with the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. And with the upright man, you will show yourself upright. This is one... This is one scripture that I live by of many. You say, why is that? Let me tell you something. You need to write this down this morning so you can remember this. People will never forget the mercy you show them. I'm going to pause for a second. People will never forget it. They'll never forget. When they made a mistake or they fell down and everybody rejected them and this and that, they'll never forget that person that said, hey, I'm still here with you. I believe in you. You can do better than this. And I'm going to pour into you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to lift you up. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you one more time. People will never forget that as long as they live. And if you really want to be a soul winner, then you need to adapt that principle. He that shows mercy will reap of himself mercy. I've had people so many times, they'll say, uh, Pat, why don't, you, why don't you quit on me? I, I, I don't understand why you keep coming after me and this and that. Because I realize, let me tell you something, God is doing the same thing for me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is doing the same thing for me. And here's, here's the next point. When I, show, when I sow mercy, I'm going to reap mercy myself. Because let me tell you something here today. You might be looking cute in here this morning, but one day you'll need mercy for yourself. Amen? We will all need mercy. And let me tell you something. Those that's been reaping up to mercy is going to receive that mercy. So let me tell you something. Don't treat people differently or wrong because of what they're going through or because of what they're dealing with. They aren't. Uh, this and a that. They might be going through a this and a that. Are you listening to me? They're still a human being that's been created in the image of God that needs to be one back to Christ. Amen? And that's how we've got to treat them. This is why people love Jesus so much. It was because of the love that He showed. But here's the thing. 
Watch this. He came with grace and truth. Say that with me. Grace and truth. We're not trying. I know the world today is just say love everybody. Just love everybody. Love everything they do. Just love, 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 love. No, that's not what God teaches. He says grace with truth. Truth. What's the truth? The truth is what it is whether you like it or not. Come on. The truth never changes. It does not change. It does not adapt. It does not uh, evolve as culture and society changes. It doesn't do any of that. The truth is what it's always been and what it always will be. Amen? That's truth. And God says, the Bible says in John, it said that Jesus came with grace and truth. They talked about, we talk about so many times how Jesus loved people and he didn't judge people. He didn't condemn people. Yeah, but he told them the truth. Amen? He told them the truth. He told them straight up, hey, this is wrong, that's wrong, you need to get this together, you need to get that together, and I'm still going to love you. Grace and truth. And this is how we are supposed to reach people today, with grace, not just truth. If you do just truth, you're never going to reach people. If you do just grace... You're never going to reach people to Christ. Yeah, you might win a bunch of people to you, but you're just going to be tickling their ears. Come on, somebody. We've got to have both. Amen? The Bible, Paul said, have truth with love. And that's what we want to do. Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. It says, and as we have therefore opportunity, <clears throat> let us do good unto all men. No, we read that wrong. Only the people in our church. No. Let us do good unto what? All men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Now, soul reaping isn't mostly done in the church house, is it? You know that. It's not. Where is it done? It's done outside of the church. How? By your daily life. On your job in your school, in your home life, your next door neighbor, people that see you at the grocery store. It's everywhere you go. This is where the harvest of soul, of sowing and reaping is going on. So what does that mean? That means, watch this, we need to learn how to treat people the right way everywhere we are. And we need to learn, watch this. Now, I don't know if you're guilty of this, but we've got a bad habit of acting one way in church and acting a different way outside of church. I don't, I don't, so mean, I don't mean so much that you're uh, doing something bad outside of church. But do you have that same joy and, hey, praise the Lord and hallelujah. Do you have that outside of the church? Because, I, listen, and listen, we've all been guilty of it. Sometimes we've been here, we're shouting and dancing, hallelujah, praise God. we got tears going down our face. And then on our job or in our school, we're like this. How you doing? I'm doing good. You know what I mean? We shut it off. And we're all guilty of that, aren't we? We shut it off. But see, God doesn't want us to shut that off. The joy that we have in here this morning, the, the praise and the worship that we've experienced in here today, God wants us to take us outside. And, and you just go around people and you just say, praise God. How? And they say, what's wrong with you? No, let me tell you what's right with me. And that's when you can begin to witness. See, when they see that joy on you, and when they see that, that hunger inside of you, that's going to make them interested and say, hmm, what is this that's different about you? 
Amen. What is this that's so different about you? Doing good, watch this, means this right here. Showing love to everyone, not just those that share your faith. I don't like so-and-so. I don't like this and that because they don't believe the way I do or this and that. That's the wrong spirit. Amen? We are to show love to everybody. Here's a good story behind this. Now, I, I heard this one time, and I said, I heard this years ago, and I said, man, this is good right here. Listen to this story right here. The wind and the sun had a bet between each other. Now, listen to this. The wind said, I bet you there was this man with his coat on, right? And he had his coat on, and the wind said, I bet you that I can get his jacket off, that coat off. And the sun said, okay, I'll take that bet. And the wind blew hard. I mean, he was blowing hard, blowing hard, blowing hard. But guess what? The harder he blew, the tighter that man held that coat. He wasn't about to let it go. But then it was the sun's turn. And the sun came out and just shined real bright. Right? And the warmth of the sun made the guy take his jacket off. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You say, what are you saying? I'm saying this right here. You can reach a lot more people by showing love than you can with just pa, pa, pa. You know what I'm saying? We are to be a light. We are to be the warmth of God working in us on people that they, to such a degree that when they come around us, they begin to become open to the things of God and the kingdom of God. And then that's when you can really go to work. Amen? It's how you treat people. And watch this. Let's go a step further. Jesus said, treat them good that treat you bad. How many wishes you could rip that out of the Bible? Come on. Do good to them that despitefully use you. Now, why are you doing that? Are you doing that to bless them? No. What are you doing that for? You're doing that to show them what's right. And Paul even talks about this. He says, when you do good to them that have done bad to you, he said, you are like heaping hot coals on their head and making them feel about, about that tall. It's not for them. Why in the world would I want to bless somebody that's hurt me, that's done this and do that? You're doing it for yourself and for the glory of your Father. Amen? To be a light. Yeah, you treated me wrong, but let me show you how to treat me right. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 13. Now, this is the Amplified Version. I love the Amplified Version. This right here, you know, people often quote it, love is this and this and this. Well, this is the Amplified Version. Now, listen to this right here. This is the kind of love that we're supposed to have, that's supposed to be working in us. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. And is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. Next verse. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. 
It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and it's not easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong that's been done to it. Oh, I remember. I got a list of everybody that done me wrong. No. Next verse. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Next verse. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. I love that right there. Regardless of the situation or the circumstance, love is still going strong. It believes all things. It holds fast to the Word of God no matter what's going on. Come on. It bears all things, believes all things, looking for the best in each other. Can, can I stop right there on that? Looking for the best in everybody. How many times have you, without even knowing that person, now this is good, without even knowing that person at all, have already made it up in your mind, that person ain't no good. Come on, be honest. We've, we've all done it. And come to find out, once you get to know that person, you were dead wrong. But see, love looks for the best in everybody. That's good right there. It hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Woo, glory to God. How can you keep believing God during difficult times? Love, the love of God that's working in me. It endures all things without weakening. Next verse. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. And as for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. But how many knows? Love endures forever. What kind of love that God wants me to have? I just read it to you. And if I were you, I would read that every day if I could. This is a good thing to adapt. Watch this. We have to adopt this way of living to win the world. This right here. We can't be people that's easily offended. Amen. What a powerful lesson that we're learning right now. Now, I'm going to say some things that may seem a little hard, but they're for our benefit. Because a lot of times I've, I've seen so many Christians want to look down at sinners and look down at people that don't know God and say, well, I don't know why so-and-so won't come to church and, and I don't know why so-and-so is not seeking after God. Well, let me ask you a question. How important do they see church is to you? Mm. How often do you go to the church house? How often are you studying your word? How often are you talking about the Lord? Or let me ask you a question. How do you handle things? I'm not talking about... It's, it's easy when we're inside the sanctuary to get our praise on and the shout and hallelujah and all this other stuff. But what about when you're on your job or something else? Something doesn't go like you planned it. How do you handle it? See, all these things, we don't think they're significant, but they play a big part on our reaping the harvest. See, we're sowing things. See, when you handle things that are that the world doesn't respond the way that you do, you're sowing seed. When you show people the love of God, when you show people mercy and grace, when they should be condemned, when they should receive judgment, you're sowing seed. Think about what I'm saying right now. 
Now, you know you say, well, Pastor, you're always about faith. Yes, I am. But the Bible says in Galatians 5 that, that faith worketh by what? Love. So faith works by love. So when we show people the love of God and we demonstrate the love of God, what is the love of God being demonstrated? He heals our diseases. He, he, what, what's He do? He redeems us from our destruction. He forgives our iniquities. He restores our youth. All these different things, those are demonstrations of the love of God. Right? For God so loved the world that He gave. So when you give these things to people, when you show these things to people, I'm telling you, you're not going to have a problem winning souls for Christ. So watch this. Here's one thing I've learned. When you take the things of God serious, meaning you give full devotion and faithfulness to Him, other people are going to follow suit. But if you're wishy-washy, halfway in, halfway out, you can't expect other people to be serious about the things of God. Now, I know that's hard, but it's right. Amen? Now, let's pray again. We're going to pray that God gives us the right words to say, when to say them, how to say them, that will be effective in our actions, that our character will shine forth for people to see and say, I want what they have. Is that not what it's all about? We want people to say, I want what you've got. Tell me about your God. Tell me about Jesus. And that's when we can swoop in and tell them the good news of the gospel. Let's pray. Father, I thank you right now for every person that's watching on this television broadcast. And Lord, I pray right now that you would give us wisdom and insight and understanding. I thank you that you've given us this. It's already been paid for. I thank you that the revelation, the knowledge of Jesus Christ is already in us. But Father, help us to tap into this. Help us, Lord, to be a light and to bear much fruit. You said that you get glory when we bear forth much fruit. And that's exactly what we want because we want to win as many souls to you as we possibly can, Father. And we just thank you right now in advance for all the harvest that we're going to receive. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. <clears throat> now, if you would like to become a faith partner, please pray about doing so. Because as you partner with this ministry, you hear me say this every week, and it's the same truth. When you partner with this ministry, we're able to take this message. Now, if you've been enjoying these messages, if you've been saying, man, I, I, I don't hear this stuff preached anywhere else. Well, guess what? When you sow into this ministry, when you partner with this ministry through prayer and other things, you allow us to go further with the gospel, to take this gospel onto other networks or other different outreaches. That's what we want to do. We want to get this message to all the world because we have a worldwide mindset, not just locally. Thank God for local. But we have an international mandate on this ministry. So thank you, Faith Partners, for faithfulness, support, and just praying for us and believing for us. Thank you so much for that. Now, please join us live. There's nothing like being in the house of God. So please come and join us and be in service with us. I promise you, your life will be changed. And until next time, keep walking by faith. We'll see you next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well.
commanded in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.